G'day, g'day. Oh, I am really thrilled to be um, having a chat with you guys today. If it does sound a little more echoey than usual, that's because I'm sitting in a different part of the house because I was really, really cozy. And I just knew <laughs> that I was going to record this podcast so much easier if I was sitting in my cozy, cozy chair. So today's potty is on triggers and understanding and experiencing your triggers differently. And the hilarious thing was I literally just experienced a trigger like, and by trigger, I mean a full flood of emotion like two minutes ago. So this is fresh and um, yeah. People are wild, mate. Our bodies, our experiences, and the way that we navigate our world and how things are presented to us to navigate, it's fucking wild because this is just the perfect time because I can talk you through in real time how I navigate it and how I choose to experience it in how I would advise and encourage my clients to experience it. And then we can all experience these things together. Welcome back. Let's dive in. Massive thank you to everyone who reached out to let me know that they were super keen to hear about this particular podcast that we're going to do right now on triggers was, you know, much anticipated. So, and what I always find so funny is that so many of the things that I get to share with you guys are based on what I've experienced myself, what I navigate Um, with with clients and in real life in real time and what was just really funny then is because I was just completely triggered by something now okay so what is an emotional trigger an emotional trigger can be anything including like memories experiences events you could get a text message you could hear a song Um, you could see a person, but it sparks an intense and emotional reaction regardless of your current mood, right? And they are intense. So what I was saying before, I got a, um, a text message today, which was not even a bad text message. It's not actually an issue. Um, but in reading it, it flared for me this huge emotional flooding response, which which I know that I have spoken about on previous episodes, that when these huge flood of emotions feel hysterical, like when we get those massive spikes in, like for me, when I'm triggered by something and it's my anxiety, I get this flood. It feels like my face is on fire. It feels like my tummy is about to, um, you know, shoot out the top of my head. Like I'm going down, you know, in in an elevator or a lift, a lift when your tummy flips like but it's really I get this rush this wave of heat comes through my body when I am experiencing an anxious trigger or an emotional trigger Um, and it feels hysterical like it's an hysterical (laughs) response to whatever has happened so when things are 
hysterical, it's usually historical. I'll say that again for you. When things are hysterical, it's usually historical, meaning that when you experience such a visceral response to something that is going on around you or that you've read, felt, heard, seen, or smelt, any of your senses have been evoked, and it's so dramatic that it's usually as a result of something you have experienced, witnessed, or felt previously within your life, generally it's from a long, long, long time ago. We develop these coping mechanisms, these patterns, and this is like your body's way of fight and flight. So this response, this trigger, whatever it may be, it's an internal response to an external stimulus was is there and you created it in your set and forget memory that this pattern has come up to keep you safe at some point within your life to set you on high alert usually it can be from um well it can actually be from so many different things it can have something to do with your attachment style which i've been learning a lot about recently whether you have a secure attachment whether you have an anxious attachment style or you have an avoidant attachment style and there are variants within that it can also be whether you have experienced um, immense trauma within your life it can be you know the anything that's happened to a loved one anything that's happened to you personally whatever it has been you know whatever this response was within your body something outside of you can evoke that remind you of that and your brain the beautiful supercomputer that it is recognizes that program and you get a flood of emotion right it's actually really forking cool that we have this amazing capacity to experience things but it's also really fucking savage that you can just be sitting there minding your own business and all of a sudden uh, um, like you're scrolling instagram and a quote or someone says something and you're like triggered and it's like panic 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 your um nervous system is like rattled or you can be just you know having a conversation with a girlfriend and they say something and all of a sudden your system's like holy fuck high alert you know like this flood of emotion and i used to i remember back in the day in the olden days as my um little tiny i'm gonna call my kids my roommates from now on (laughs) i don't know if that's the best parenting um but my roommates were It just makes me laugh to say that. (laughs) Oh, but back when I used to experience like immense anxiety on the daily, a trigger of any kind would, like especially a health-related anxiety um, trigger, would set me off for a full day. Like there was no coming back from that. Once I got that emotional flood, no matter what I could do, No matter what I did, I was a lost cause for the rest of the day, or so I thought. In terms of once my nervous system was flooded and I was rattled, I was shook all day. Everything came back to that. Now, when I experience a trigger or a flood or whatever the the terminology is that you feel comfortable using, 
lean into that as well because finding the language that we use and choosing the language that we use around our see I'm even thinking about it it's okay to be really considered in your approach choosing the language that we use to refer to our selves and the things that challenge us also defines our experience so if trigger feels a little harsh for you um don't be afraid to lean into a word that feels more aligned with how your experience you want it to be i'm cool with triggers because honestly it's like a bullet for me it's really aggressive and quite abrupt but my experience of them now what did take a day at least at least and i was still often emotionally raw the next day which was just a perpetual cycle now i can now regulate my emotions within like a couple of minutes right it does not take away its punch it's still there but i now have the capacity and the tools within myself to be able to regulate reset and that is through these next three steps that i'm going to take you through right now so the first step as always is acknowledgement acknowledge that there's been a shift in your state And I mean, we always, and I'm going to keep telling you this in as many podcasts as it takes girlfriends or guy friends, because I know we have a mixed bag of peeps listening. So yay, but I'm going to keep telling you that as many times until it sinks in because awareness and acknowledgement is so, so important. And the first step is always to get out of your head into your body and start paying attention to the way that we feel in any given moment. Pay attention to the shifts. Pay attention to the feelings that you're experiencing in any given moment and start to be the one who's aware that you're experiencing them, not the one who's dragged, right? So I know if you're in a conversation or a confrontational experience with someone, and you're flooded, your engine gets flooded, you get a rush of emotion, it's really hard not to immediately react and go into fight or flight mode as soon as you feel something, like that rush of emotion. As soon as your engine's flooded, it's easy to start like spluttering all over the place and just going on the defense. But through becoming aware of these emotions throughout your entire day. Do not wait until the shit hits the fan to grab a mop, right? I want you to constantly be coming back to yourself throughout your day and acknowledging any little shifts. Like if you are driving and someone's being a complete tool in front of you and you feel this sense within yourself, acknowledge a shift. Start paying attention to what things evoke a sense of happiness, what things make you like crazy ragey, what things make you sad, you know, and how that feels within your body. Acknowledge it and take a, take a breath. You don't have to attend every argument that you're invited to. You don't have to react to every emotion that runs through your body. You don't have to experience life on the back foot in a reactive state at like at all. We are able to take pause 
and evaluate and choose how we respond. Also, like fine print sidebar here, you're human and we're not always going to get it right. But you can change and I am proof and I have clients who are kicking ass doing this that you can choose your response and you can change your response system to your triggers. So for one, like before my, when I'd get this flood of emotion, that means high alert, high alert, danger, holy fuck. What the fuck? Like panic, 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 panic. And the more that I bought into that, the worse it would get, right? Because any emotional response can only last 90 seconds unless we keep fueling it. So every thought that goes, like comes after an emotional trigger, you're either fueling it or helping it dissipate. And by that, I mean, say you're triggered by a guy or girl driving a car and they don't put their indicator on and you get this flood of emotion where you're like this fucker is trying to ruin my day and da, 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 and you get this trigger then you buy into it again and go they're gonna make me late how dare they make me late they've got no con-. and then you have another thought and it goes like that or for instance you're having a conversation with a friend and they say something and it triggers you and you're like oh my god I can't believe they just said that and then you buy into it again with another thought they have no can like concern or they're not even worried about how this will affect me. And then you have another, I don't even know what I'm going to do about this. And then you have another thought and then it's another 90 seconds and another 90 seconds and another 90 seconds. So if you, and that's what I mean about being dragged by the flood, being dragged by your emotions. But if you can acknowledge it and then you invite the second step of this process or any process in terms of becoming a student of your emotions and learning to relate to your triggers differently is when you acknowledge that there's been a shift, you pause. You can pause. You can have a micro pause. You can have a maxi pause. That kind of sounds like it's an ad for pads. But anyhow, (laughs) welcome to your maxi pause. Available at Coles and Woolworth stores imminently. Um, That's not a real ad, by the way. I don't even know what that would be. But you can... Give yourself the gift of a pause and just go, huh, what's going on here? Whenever you feel your engine and your emotional body starting to flood, pause. Give yourself the gift of a pause. This pause, whenever you're dealing with an emotional flood or a trigger or a historical response to something or anything really, like honestly, most things are historical, rarely Are we in the moment and things are going shit that we're having these intense emotional responses, right? Have you ever noticed that when you're in an actual emergency, you're eerily calm? Like there's none of that ridiculous flooding of emotion because what you've prepared for in your brain is not actually this emotion. I mean, like, and this situation that when the crisis actually comes, you're not on high alert, you're actually present and in the moment and responding to things as it happens. And it feels so much more chill. Whereas anything that's just, you know, like the minor things that are coming around you, we're so highly triggered because it's from the past, right? So that gift of the pause allows you 
to come back. And that's the third step to your present, right? And you get to choose. Is this actually, am I actually having a response to this moment? Or is this like yesterday's news? What's going on here? Right? And that gives you the gift of knowledge, empowerment, and choice. If you are in a direct conversation, confrontation, and something that requires like an immediate response, I'm going to tell you something. You can excuse yourself from that for a second. You can say, whoa, I've just, do you mind if we just pause this for a second? As soon as you feel like things start to get intense, you can ask for that. You can ask for a pause. You can step away. You can go to the toilet. You can go outside, take a breath, or often... The invitation to purely take a deep breath, acknowledge that, holy shit, that just felt really awful and come back and just listen and listen to what is actually being said around you or read what is actually in front of you or gather your thoughts and perspective, like read the room. You are then, that's enough often, like our brains work super fecking quick to see that, oh, This has actually got nothing to do with that. Like, can I, what can I actually see that's going on right now? Is this historical? And that's why I'm feeling hysterical. And then you get to choose. It also really, really helps if you have done the work around your triggers prior, right? So if you haven't experienced and dug into why this is so this one event or this particular event is so triggering for you and anxiety provoking or um, it's usually anxiety that comes up or perhaps um, it brings a flood of sadness or fear whatever it is for you if you've done the work around it prior and you know that oh this is just coming up because of that or this has just got my my attachment style was just triggered or this brings up feelings of my breakup. This brings up feelings of my ex-partner. This brings up feelings of my relationship with my parents. I'm feeling this way because I had, you know, a teacher who made me feel that I was really stupid and that's brought up that belief system. And then that's where you get to to pause and come back to your present, right? And you get to then choose how you want to navigate that and experience that moment and soothe your nervous system, Right? You can self-soothe. It's not about pretending that the feelings aren't there because the three steps to responding and relating to your triggers differently, acknowledge, pause, and come back to your present. Acknowledge, pause, present moment. Right? They are your three steps in terms of being able to soothe and respond to your triggers differently and not be completely derailed by them and like I used to be in the olden days take a day to two days to get over any specific trigger no matter how small or how slight acknowledge pause be present powerful powerful tools to navigate almost anything Now, if you do experience a trigger, a flood of emotion, and you do want to do the background work around it, I do do this sort of work with clients all the time, but to bullet point it, because this is a potty and we want you guys to be able to go away with some tangible information, 
I, it's simply a matter of, if you do want to do this on your own, to get curious with your triggers, right? And look into your why. Like, why is this coming up for me? What happened just now? But I need you to call yourself out on the first why, because it's never the first one. It's always the second or third in the deep dive into curiosity and um, acknowledgement over what just went down. So it's like, so going back to the couple of examples that we just spoke about. So say you're having a discussion with your friend and you're not feeling like they took you into your point of view or something into consideration and you got that flood. It's like, well, why am I feeling this way? Why did I just get that? Why was I so triggered by what she said? And then it's like, the first one will be, well, because she said this. Okay, but why did that affect you? Well, because it made me feel like she wasn't taking my point of view seriously and she made me feel really undervalued. Okay, well, why is that bothering you? Because I don't really feel valued and trusted within this relationship and that reminds me of a time when I didn't feel valued and trusted and I'm still holding a lot of feelings and emotions about that. See how if we just blame someone else for the like the first why is always very often it's external, but then we get to the second why or the third why you got to keep going until it comes back to something about you because we cannot make our triggers about other people, right? We cannot blame other people because then we give our power away and we ain't got time for that in 2021 friends, we are taking our power back. We are making this about us and we are doing things with our emotions and our power and we are no longer giving our power to those outside of ourselves. We are becoming masters of our emotions and the way that we experience life on the daily. And by saying they made us feel this way, no, 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 no. No one has the power to make us feel anything. That is on us. They may have started or flipped a switch within us but we get to choose how we respond to that and if that has triggered you lean into that friends because I'm for damn sure someone listening will be but saying to this but 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 you don't understand what they did you don't understand I'm like I for sure as shit get it but when you're ready to no longer be a victim and a slave to what other people have done to you. And I'm not saying that you don't have a right to feel like a victim for very many reasons. We have been through that in many other podcasts as well. Some gnarly things happen and horrible things happen. That's not exactly what I'm talking about here. What I am talking about is the power that you have within yourself to choose how you are going to experience any given situation when you're ready to change your experience of a trigger within your life, right? So to wrap it up in any given moment when you are triggered, you have a three-step response which can support you in that moment so that you don't get carried off down the river on the flood of emotion. You have a acknowledge, pause, be present invitation right there for you. And then if you want to do the background work on that later on, when it's a time that's far more convenient to our emotional needs and you have the space to unpack that, you can acknowledge again that that's what went on for you. Ask yourself why, why that is coming up for you. Why, 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 why? And then you can do the healing work. You meet that with compassion, right? Compassion, no judgment, 
And then you get to choose how, what you want that to mean for you in the future. Guys, if you love this podcast, please share it and tag me so that I can share this with you as well. If you want me to deep dive into anything else on this topic, please um, like comment on Instagram or leave a five-star review. I know that I um, often request that a five-star review and it's not like that I'm full like Debbie Desperado on it. It just really helps the podcast <laughs> reach people. And as always, thank you for being the people who tune in and you know make these conversations possible i really really appreciate you and i hope that this was helpful and supportive to you in some way have an amazing day friends peace out